Good morning, everybody. You are watching or listening to A Cup of St. Joe, where I serve an espresso shot of teaching and devotion to St. Joseph during Pope Francis's Year of St. Joseph. One of the great blessings of the Year of St. Joseph, I think, has been all the literature that's been published about St. Joseph. There's a lot of new literature. Uh, just a few weeks ago, Anthony Stefano talking about his children's book, Mike Aquilina and his book, and Consecration of St. Joseph. Joseph. But there are other authors who wrote about St. Joseph years before Pope Francis's Year of St. Joseph, wanting to reflect upon him and share him uh, with so many. And today we're going to speak with Jerry Guadagno, who is a children's author who wrote a book about St. Joseph, Christmas with St. Joseph, published by Thy Word Among Us. But it was a book published several years ago. I think one of the great blessings, one of the great graces of the year of St. Joseph is going to be how we've shared St. Joseph in so many different ways, including with young people, instilling that devotion. So Jerry is going to share with us today about St. Joseph and communicating that story to young people. So welcome to A Cup of St. Joe, Jerry Guadagno. Thank you, Father Edward. It's a great pleasure to be here. Yeah, and you're a part of the Catholic Writers Guild, is that right? I think that's probably where I became familiar with you, actually. Uh, yes, I am. I've been a member for a number of years, and um, A Christmas Story with St. Joseph earned the Catholic Writers Guild seal of approval. Well, that's great. And it's a beautiful little story, and uh, I've, I've had a chance to look at it, review it, there, there are two different things that really struck me, and, and maybe this was intentional, but right at the beginning of the story, as you share it, you focused a lot about on what St. Joseph learned. And so, you know, what he learned as a young man, as a boy growing up, he learned how to pray, he learned the carpentry work, all of those things. And then another thing that struck me was as you talked about his hands, well, then you end with the word hands at the very end of the book. And so I kind of thought it was very fitting, you know, everybody being in, in the hand of God. So um, were those two themes intentional that I caught up, that I caught or um, just something I happened upon and kind of one of those little gifts that God gives us? Well, the, the themes were actually very intentional um, because... I, I kept thinking about how Joseph worked with his hands. Um, but I also learned um, shortly after I wrote a draft of the book, I learned how um, Joseph's father in the Jewish tradition would have passed on not only his trade, but the faith to his son. And so I realized that um, Joseph's hands did a lot more than just work. Um, he also prayed with those hands, and he must have been um, a man uh, deeply rooted in prayer, because when he had these beautiful dreams with these angels, he didn't dismiss them. He was able to uh, actually discern that these were real messages from God that he needed to act upon. Sure, and so you, of course, use the scriptures. It's really a retelling of that story from sacred scripture as we've met St. Joseph as the foster father of Jesus. But 
what inspired you, you know, years ago, even before Pope Francis's year of St. Joseph, what inspired you to write this book, communicate the Christmas story from the perspective of St. Joseph? Well, um, <laughs> in a way, it was a, a book born out of a time when I was stuck. I kind of had writer's block. I didn't know what to write about. Hmm. And I... Um, and for some reason, I well, I grew up in St. Joseph Parish, and for some reason, the beautiful portrait of St. Joseph and the Holy Family that was above the altar in our church kept coming to my mind. And I asked myself, do I really know Joseph? And, and then as I thought about him, I realized, you know, he's always in the background of the Christmas story. You look at a lot of Christmas cards and things like that, and he's kind of in the background, focuses on Jesus and Mary, but he had a very important role in our salvation history. And I thought, you know, children need to know about this. They need to appreciate that St. Joseph played a very important role in, um, in protecting our savior and our blessed mother, uh, and in really accompanying them and living together with them in love in Nazareth. Yeah, one of the things interesting that you bring out is the Christmas card. And we're getting ready to celebrate Christmas. We're in the season of Advent already. And uh, we're going uh, to be sending out our Christmas cards. We're going to receive Christmas cards. And, you know, there's been this transformation a little bit with Christmas cards that a lot of times now they're just little family portraits or pictures, you know, snapshot of the year that you get on one of these greeting cards um, that, you know, you buy from Snapfish or Shutterfly or whatever. But uh, some people still send the traditional Christmas card. And, and you know, as we're leaving the year of St. Joseph in just a, a, another week as it comes to an end, well, maybe one of the ways we could carry over this year is when we get those traditional Christmas cards, look and see how St. Joseph is depicted. Uh, that might be a nice little spiritual practice uh, as we open our Christmas cards. So um, yeah, St. Joseph and the Christmas story. What, what's one thing, you know, you mentioned St. Joseph as a protector and kind of in the background, but what's one thing that you wanted young people as they read this story to really sit with them, to resonate with them about St. Joseph? Um, how how faithful he was, um, you know how much faith he had in God and how much faithfulness to um, to Jesus and Mary, um, and um, that that not hesitating that trust that he had in God, not hesitating to act uh, when when God spoke to him. Um, and again, that prayerfulness um, that uh, that really helps us, you know, with that faith and trust. And and what a man of courage, um, you know, to to take Mary as his wife when others would have considered it shameful um, or uh, or even foolish. And and then you know to to flee to Egypt um, and trust that. Um, God could provide for them there and would protect them there, um, but not uh, 
you know, not relying only on God, but on, you know, playing his part in, um, in cooperating with God in that plan. And as you share the story of St. Joseph with young people, you wrote the story, as you said, kind of when you were stuck and it was a way for you to get unstuck in a sense. Um, I'm sure that during this year of St. Joseph, there's been a fostering of a greater love and appreciation. Was there any sort of devotion that you took on during the year of St. Joseph, any way that you sought intentionally to deepen that, uh, that devotion to St. Joseph? Um, well, I did um, start reading Father Donald Calloway's book, um, The Consecration to St. Joseph. Um, and I really, um, I, I pray to St. Joseph every day. And um, I, I'm actually still a parishioner at a St. Joseph parish, even though it's uh, many states away from my, my uh, home parish where I grew up. Um, I, I think about him every day. Um, I ask him to bless and protect my family and the church. Um, but it's, it's been a little more my focus uh, during this year of St. Joseph. And I was, I was very happy the Pope decided that this year was dedicated to him. Yeah, you mentioned you think about him every day. And, and one of the ways that I think we can truly think about St. Joseph every day, or at least on Mondays and Saturdays, is as we pray the rosary, when we pray the joyful mysteries, we can really see Joseph in each of the mysteries. You know, the Annunciation, well, Mary tells Joseph, well, I'm with child, you know, the visitation. Great artistic depictions to display St. Joseph accompanying Mary uh, to visit her cousin Elizabeth. As you, as you wrote, the Christmas, you know, the Christmas story with St. Joseph, well, we can think about him there. So he plays such a crucial role uh, in those joyful mysteries that that's at least one simple way uh, that we can think about St. Joseph um, in our own daily lives, especially going forward as we've received the graces of the year of St. Joseph. Going forward, he won't be forgotten because we can think about him every day. And we can ask him to pray for us every day. Not only have you written about St. Joseph for children, but you've wanted to communicate other stories to young people. And one of the stories you wanted to communicate was actually a story about a young person and one that I greatly admire, Blessed Chiara Luce Badano, a teenage girl who died uh, at the age of 18 from bone cancer, who offered her suffering to the Lord and who the church has looked at and said, well, she lived a holy life, a life of virtue, a life worthy of imitation. And, and I'm just curious how you became familiar uh, with Chiara Luce Badano. Uh, well, um, it's been, I think, at least 10 years, probably a little more than that, um, when I became acquainted with the Focolari movement um, here in, in the U.S. And the Focolari is um, a movement within the Catholic Church that began in the 1940s during, the war, during World War II and um, then was approved um, by the Catholic Church in the 1960s. And um, 
gradually, yeah, one thing that's um, important in the Focolare movement is sharing our experiences of trying to live the gospel. Um, and especially the charism is unity. So especially living that gospel in a way unites people. And of course, um, we hear stories uh, about individuals and their experiences. And uh, gradually I learned about Chiara Badano, um, who was born in, in Italy um, in 1971, uh, became, uh, became involved with the Focolare movement, her and her, she and her parents uh, became involved with the Focolare movement when she was still a you know, fairly young child, like eight, nine years old. And um, she lived this gospel uh, message. And uh, even though she endured um, tremendous suffering, um, she embraced it as being the presence of Jesus rather than an absence of Jesus and um, still thought of, did things to love others. Her concern was for others and not herself while she was ill. And um, even up to the end, you know, when she told her parents, be happy because I am mm. uh, before she passed away um, because she knew that she was going to the arms of Jesus. And then um, over the years, uh, there have been many testimonials from people about uh, how they changed their lives based on Chiara Badano's story because she inspired them so much. And there was also an approved miracle. Um, there was a, a young boy who was uh, struck with meningitis and a very serious form of meningitis. And this was also in Italy. And his uncle went to Chiara Luce's grave and prayed for her intercession and also asked everyone he knew to pray for her intercession. The doctors expected the boy to die within 48 hours, but he recovered. Wow. Miraculous recovery. Um, and that's her first miracle. And we are hoping for more soon. <laughs> And she kind of exemplifies some of the virtues of St. Joseph, you know, in terms of that, that deep trust in God and always seeking to do God's will in, in every moment, uh, even throughout her illness. And there's another little story that you want to communicate to young people as well. Isn't there a, a little boy from San Antonio? Is that right? Um, yes. Now, um, this, this book that I've written about him is really for adults uh, rather, rather than children, I think. Um, although, you know, teenagers, teenagers could probably read it. Um, but this, this book is called John of the Smiles. And um, I actually, uh, I'm, I'm well acquainted with uh, John's parents, um, but he was a young boy, very young. He um, was diagnosed with a brain tumor. He was about four, or four and a half, something, something like that. Um, but again, he he lived for others. He um, he and his parents, um, you know, were very faith-filled people, 
and, you know, uh, turn to God uh, throughout, throughout, thought about others, um, and wanted to, you know, give them little gifts or little drawings that he made. Um, he received, he was able to receive his first Holy Communion at a young age, uh, before he passed, a few weeks before he passed away. Um, as a matter of fact, he asked um, his parents if he could receive Jesus in the Eucharist. Um, and the parish priest prepared him and he was allowed um, to receive him. What a beautiful story. And so these stories, you know, the story of St. Joseph, well-known, but then you're sharing these other stories of uh, of Blessed Chiara Luce, of John of the Smiles, and, you know, introducing people to stories of hope and uh, stories of trust in God, as you said. And uh, yeah, so if people want to get one or any of these books, if they want to learn about Chiara Luce, if they want to learn about John of the Smiles, they want to buy uh, your St. Joseph Christmas book, where can they do that? Where can they buy them? Okay, um, the books are available like on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. Um, and again, um, the book about St. Joseph is available from the Word Among Us Press. Um, you can find it under their children's books. And then John of the Smiles and um, Blessed Chiara Badano are available from New City Press. Now, is John of the Smiles, was his family associated with the Focolare movement? Is that how you got to know them? Uh, yes, I did. Okay. Yes. And yeah, so, yeah they're, they're, yeah. Still, they're still here in San Antonio and um, very active in the movement. Interesting. Yeah. You know, his story is, is kind of, you know, a little similar, right? Uh, Chiara Luce Badano, a young person with cancer. Um, and so an inspiring story when we see, um, what, you know, inspiring the sense of how they dealt with it and how people have responded to it. Of course, these are always tragic situations when young people die. Um, but the way that they die, a holy death, it, it gives us hope that we can have a holy death as well. And that's who St. Joseph is, the patron, of a, the patron of a happy and a holy death. That's, that's true. And, you know, um, John's parents um, and the Focolare movement also got testimonials from many, many people about how, John, how John's story inspired them. And many people changed their lives for the better after hearing John's story, too. Well, I hope that as people hear the story of St. Joseph, and the story of Chiara Luce, and the story of John of the Smiles, that they will truly find hope and deepen their faith in God. And so I'd like to thank you so much today for joining me, Jerry Guadagno, uh, to speak about your books and really to communicate to us uh, these beautiful stories. And today, you have been listening to A Cup of St. Joe, where we've just served an espresso shot of teaching about St. Joseph. And I invite you to stay tuned as we have our devotion with the litany of St. Joseph. I'll see you next week. Lord, have mercy on us. Christ, have mercy on us. Lord, have mercy on us. Christ, hear us. Christ, graciously hear us. God, the Father of heaven, have mercy on us. God, the Son, Redeemer of the world, have mercy on us. 
God, the Holy Spirit, have mercy on us. Holy Trinity, one God, have mercy on us. Holy Mary, pray for us. Saint Joseph, pray for us. Illustrious Son of David, pray for us. Light of Patriarchs, pray for us. Spouse of the Mother of God, pray for us. Chaste Guardian of the Virgin, pray for us. Foster Father of the Son of God, pray for us. Watchful Defender of Christ, pray for us. Head of the Holy Family, pray for us. Joseph, most just, pray for us. Joseph, most chaste, pray for us. Joseph, most prudent, pray for us. Joseph, most valiant, pray for us. Joseph, most obedient, pray for us. Joseph, most faithful, pray for us. Mirror of patience, pray for us. Lover of poverty, pray for us. Model of workmen, pray for us. Glory of home life, pray for us. Guardian of virgins, pray for us. Pillar of families, pray for us. Solace of the afflicted, pray for us. Hope of the sick, pray for us. Patron of the dying, pray for us. Terror of demons, pray for us. Protector of Holy Church, pray for us. Guardian of the Redeemer, pray for us. Servant of Christ, pray for us. Minister of Salvation, pray for us. Guide in times of trouble, pray for us. Protector of exiles, pray for us. Protector of the afflicted, pray for us. Protector of the poor, pray for us. Lamb of God, who takes away the sins of the world, spare us, O Lord. Lamb of God, who takes away the sins of the world, graciously hear us, O Lord. Lamb of God, who takes away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. He made him the Lord of his household and prince over all his possessions. Let us pray. O God, who in thine ineffable providence did vouchsafe to choose blessed Joseph to be the spouse of thy most holy mother, grant we beseech thee that he whom we venerate as our protector on earth may be our intercessor in heaven, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen.